This is the Mindfulness and Productivity Systems Podcast with Dr. Serene Sharif. This is a space where we explore how mindfulness, productivity systems, and our thoughts create the magic in our life. I'm here to help and support you if you are struggling with overwhelm and burnout, and you're looking for tools to take control of your time, mind, energy, and productivity. I'm your host, Dr. Serene Sharif, and I am a general surgeon, medical educator, mom to three wonderful children, and wife, which were all instrumental in my journey to be a productivity and burnout coach. I'm excited to share my tools and unique framework to build a community so no one has to go through this alone, empowering each other to find our way out of burnout and overwhelm. We will explore how my mindfulness and productivity systems framework can help you combine the energy of mindfulness with the scientific principles of habit building and your unique systems of productivity. My framework is designed to help you find clarity, design your dream life, and create your transformation. We'll discuss how to overcome limiting beliefs and obstacles that are standing in the way of your dream life, as well as how to create and sustain your new habits in a way that will allow you to finally ditch your willpower and motivation struggles and have more time and energy to live your best life. This is episode number 59. As we complete this month of April and look back on some of the ways that we have explored time and what it means to really harness the power, the energy, the magic of time to work in our favor. We talked about what it means to reclaim our time and explore what are our thoughts and beliefs on time. And then we explored what it means to create our mindful, productive day by implementing key mindfulness rituals, habits, and helping us really live in our own unique zone of genius, which is where we are our best and we can give our best. This is really all about utilizing our time most efficiently and productively and joyfully. And we complete the cycle by talking about something that I think is an underlying fear and underlying motivator in how we intentionally, or we think we're intentionally spending time, but really we're letting the fear guide our decision-making. And I'm talking about FOMO, the fear of missing out. We are scared we're going to miss something. So we find it harder to prioritize, to determine what is truly important. And we end up saying yes to so many more things than we really have time for, thereby pulling ourselves down this journey of overwhelm, of procrastination, just because we don't know where even to get started. And ultimately, it keeps us stuck. It keeps us from achieving our goals. It keeps us in this space of hamster wheel bike riding. And that doesn't feel like we're living in our purpose and aligned with our values and vision, right? So let's explore a little bit today on what is FOMO and how does it show up in our life? So FOMO, fear of missing out, was introduced in a 2004 article in the student newspaper of Harvard Business School by Patrick McGinnis. He has a podcast called FOMO Sapien for anyone who is interested in exploring how entrepreneurial thinkers make decisions. 
FOMO has since then been added to the dictionary and is the anxiety that there is something happening out there that is exciting, interesting, et cetera, and somehow we're missing out on it. Patrick McGinnis talks about how FOMO is really accentuated by social media. Before social media, how do we really know all that is out there? We have some idea based on our own worldview, but now with social media, we can see what people are doing all around the world and even outside. FOMO can cause significant stress because it is creating that baseline anxiety and dissatisfaction, lack of contentment in where things are. And really, then we end up missing on what's going on with our own life, with being present in our own life. As I was exploring more on FOMO and the history behind it, it turns out that apparently there's evidence of FOMO even in ancient texts. So it's not that it hasn't been experienced before, but social media has created a platform where we are seeing this one-sided view of all the fun things that are going on all around us. There's definitely been plenty of exploration on how real is the picture of perfection that is being portrayed on social media. How much of this is something that is airbrushed and created for consumption versus the true lived human experience. And ultimately, FOMO creates this urgency that there are so many more things that we need to be adding onto our list. Is that even truly because we want to do it or because we think this is what fun, contentment, happiness, joy, excitement, passion, etc. would look like? And of course, who wouldn't want to experience any of those emotions? The real question I have for you for me is, is that what it looks like when we are truly connected with ourselves and what we desire instead of looking at what looks like fun in someone else's life? Every day, we have to make choices on how we spend our time. I too used to struggle a lot with FOMO. Oh, this is how it should be done. This is what success looks like in career or in parenting or in relationships or in personal fitness. And then you're always on that pathway to creating a result that is based off of someone else's life. And one day I realized that's not even really what I want. Yeah, it looks like fun for someone else. And it's okay. That does not exist in my life because that's not really what is in alignment with my goals and my vision and values. Because what I realized is that thought of FOMO, that feeling of FOMO, right? It was stealing all my time. Fear of missing out or even trying to do it all and splitting my time and attention between different things kept me from being fully present. It was so much easier to let go of FOMO when I had this insight because I'm actually not losing anything by intentionally choosing how my time is spent, despite whatever my overdramatic brain tells me. Especially recently, I've had this just highlighted in so many different areas of my life, that sense of overwhelm and struggling with decision-making, because I think what I'm supposed to do is to do it all. When I stepped back and realized, okay, what is it that I actually want to create in this moment? moment right now, not tomorrow, not in 10 years. What is it that I want to share in this relationship to create and be present in my own life, in my own fitness, in my own career? 
And how can I do that? That's it. Sometimes the overwhelm is because it's just so hard to take that first step, to make that first decision. And when you're in that sense of overwhelm, just give yourself permission to say, okay, I don't have to figure it all out. What is the one thing that I can do right now? And just do that. And as you take action, what you want becomes a lot more clear. Now imagine what your day might be like if you only did one thing or nothing at all. When we let go of the belief that something is wrong, if we don't do all the 20 things on the list, that's truly when we achieve time freedom. As I was exploring this, I remembered the book Essentialism by Greg McKeown. He describes essentialism as the disciplined pursuit of less. An essentialist, according to him, lives by design, not by default. And instead of making choices reactively, the essentialist deliberately distinguishes the vital few from the trivial many. In other words, he describes essentialism as a way for us to explore what is our highest point of contribution and eliminating all of the non-essential things and then making sure that our focus remains completely on what is essential to us. I highly recommend the book for anyone who really wants to explore what it means to live in our strength, to make choices with confidence, to embrace our power to choose. This is truly an amazing gift that we have. And by designing and choosing how we want our life to be, we build clarity on how to prioritize our time, our energy, our focus, all of those resources that we've talked about previously. The belief that we have to do more, to create more, to be more productive, to be present, to split ourselves into so many different roles, to, to say yes to all of the amazing opportunities that invariably shows up in our life because our brain hasn't quite created the framework to say this is the one space that we need to focus on right now. So we attach these different opportunities to different parts of our brain. And sometimes when I explore this, I, I feel like one of those paintings from Pablo Picasso, feeling fractured and out of alignment. So when we pursue more and more in our life. What we might not recognize is this fracturing of ourself, of our energy and time, creating something, but is it truly in alignment with our beliefs, our values, our vision? Are we taking the time to step back and to explore? Is this still working, right? I mean, it's possible that we start being in alignment and truly connecting to our values, but then we get so busy in the weeds just doing Doing and doing, are we taking the time for reflection, for exploration? One of the key things he said that I think is truly brilliant is to live by the delayed yes. When someone asks us something and it sounds great, right? Well, yeah, there's that urge to say yes, because you think it's going to be so amazing. You want to just get in there. But he recommended to learn the phrase, let me get back to you. This allows a space for us to all consider, is this going to be the best use of my time? Is this going to help me nurture my goals and live in alignment? Or am I only saying yes, because I either feel 
like I'm going to miss out on something if I don't, or the idea is exciting, but maybe not quite in alignment with what I am working on. It gives us a space to explore whether it is a 100% yes for us. And what are the reasons why we're saying yes? How is this actually going to create the biggest value in our career, in our relationships, in our social life, in our personal life, et cetera? He talks about the joy of missing out on all of the non-essential things, that it's okay that we are not pursuing everything that is in front of us that looks amazing. Because the reality is that we are actually, we're surrounded by a multitude of opportunities, which is incredible. It's important to know that not everything is going to connect in creating our dream life, connecting to our vision and values. So we can consider what we want to say yes to, what we want to say no to, and understand that sometimes the joy of missing out on the non-essential can indeed be just as amazing. Another example that my brain really connected to was this idea that life is not an all-you-can-eat buffet, right? There are some amazing buffets out there that you go and it tastes amazing. And then, of course, at the end of it, you feel stuffed. You have no energy to do the activities for the rest of your day. What if you just ate what is just right for you? That's what essentialism is. It's about finding the right food that creates energy and vitality, that creates meaning and richness. By being selective and connecting and staying true to our purpose, we are able to create that in our own lives. I want to close with a story from my own life. Recently, there were just a mix of things all coming up. There was a really fun conference that I would have the opportunity to meet so many dear friends that I had made over the last couple of years. I had only ever known them virtually. So this would be the first opportunity I had to meet them in person. And there were a few leadership and coaching opportunities that I could pursue as well as some very special events going on at home. And, you know, I really struggled with trying to figure out, okay, so which of these really truly align? to my values because honestly, it felt like all of it did. Yeah, I want to be home and be present with my children. And I also want to go meet my friends. And then I also want to take advantage of some of these other career opportunities that were coming up. And it took a lot of soul searching to understand that, yes, although all of these were in alignment with my values, there were things that were important. And whichever I chose, it wouldn't be because I was scared of missing out it was really because I genuinely wanted to be present for that. I realized that this is what it means to really examine what is in our life and to explore the one focus, the one priority. We are so used to having a to-do list of lots of priorities. Priority is actually meant to be singular. That is how it started. It was meant to be, what's your priority? Like one thing, but our brain has multiplied this and now we have all of these priorities. And when our brain is grappling, trying to make choices, this is where the water gets a little murky on what it truly means and creates that space of, oh, it's so hard. I don't know how to choose. I had all of those thoughts. Ultimately, actually it was something really simple that helped me decide. It was actually during a period of rest 
when my brain was just floating in consciousness, thinking about all of the things and letting them go one by one, connecting to my inner wisdom to consider what is it that I actually want to create for this one moment in time. The old me would have tried to find a way to do all three of them. I'm just going to be honest with you. That's where my brain would have gone. Okay. What is a way that I could do all of it, but maybe just do it, just modify it a little bit. So, you know, I'm doing three quarter of everything. And instead I decided I'm going to do just one thing and I'm going to let the other two float off into the universe, knowing that when the time is right, those opportunities are going to come back to me, fully believing that what I truly desire exists already. And it's okay if I don't do it right now. This is not the only opportunity, right? There are going to be other opportunities. And when I let go of the thought that, oh, what if I'm missing out? And what if this would never exist again? When I let go of that fear, that scarcity, and I just considered what is the one thing that truly just exists in this moment? I realized that what was going on at home with my children being present, that was really the most important thing because everything else was going to happen again. And I believe that. But when I connect back to this one moment in time, I realized this is exactly where I'm supposed to be. And that's what April has been for me. It's about savoring being exactly where I am because this is where I was always meant to be. There is no missing out on what's out there because I intentionally chose what this moment is going to be, what today is going to be, what this week is going to be. And it is not because of something I saw on a picture, on a social media post, something I saw on YouTube. It's really just in alignment with how do I want to live my life? I know that I have the large picture framework of what I want my overall life to be and what I'm working towards and what my vision and values are. But really, we live our life in the moments. And I want you to explore what would that mean for you? Are you making decisions and choices on things that are in your life right now? And you think there's just no way, like all of these things are important and I need to do it. But if you let go of the fear, the underlying scarcity of this is the only time, what if this is not? What would you do if you could do all the things you loved, but one thing at a time? What is most meaningful to you right now? What connects to your joy and your deeper beliefs? As you explore how to apply the principles of essentialism to your life, how to let go of the FOMO, which is really this fear, the scarcity that is built into the fabric of our day through social media and news and all of the outlets. If we let go of that, and we really bring it right back to our own internal gauge, our internal desires, connection, love, belief, contentment. What are the answers that you're hearing reflected back to you? What is your inner wisdom sharing with you? Sending love to all of you. I hope that you are also savoring being exactly where you are, whatever you're doing right now, this is what you're meant to be doing. Once we intentionally choose how we want to spend our time and energy, believe in yourself, believe in your inner wisdom that's guided you to this place. And you can let go of everything else that is out there that tries to hang on to that framework of life that you have, the life design that you've created, let it go. If it's truly something that you desire, you believe, I promise you it will come back to you at the right time in the right space. Nothing has gone wrong. You are not missing anything. 
when you are fully present and in the moment in your own life. If there's anything that I can do to help you with your time and productivity needs, feel free to reach out. I'm happy to support you. And if you want to take it even deeper and really apply this to your life, if you're tired of the excuses of being in the same place every day, having the same problems, not understanding or not knowing how to create that change, then I invite you to set up a time and talk to me. You can connect with me on social media. You can find me on my website, www.serenitywellnessmd.com. And you can schedule a call with me. You can find my scheduling link on the show notes. So we can explore what this means to your unique set of needs. We can explore what are the places where you don't have clarity in your life, where you're looking to create changes, but you've been in the same place stuck and overwhelmed. The first session is free where we really just explore what is going on and what are the things that you need to do to create that change, how to overcome the overwhelm. So this is not what we continue to experience on a daily basis. If you're ready to take your life to the next level, then I invite you to explore this because the truth is nothing changes if nothing changes. I hope that you explore some of the questions and moments for reflection that I've shared today. For all those listening, thank you for joining us today. If you found this valuable, please like, subscribe, leave a review on iTunes and share it with a friend or two. I would so appreciate that. I would love to hear from you. If you have a story to share about burnout or overwhelm, please reach out to me so we can continue to build this community so no one has to go through burnout and overwhelm alone. You can reach out to me at my website, serenitywellnessmd.com or Mindfulness and Productivity Systems Facebook page or at Serenity Wellness MD on Instagram. The content of this podcast is not meant to be medical advice. Tune in for the next episode coming to you every Thursday morning. Goodbye for now.